HD Smartcast. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Whatever you do for the old people, it cannot be dumbing down. It right. cannot be to say you people are old. Uh, therefore, I am kind of diluting this vodka for you, right? They're not going to like that. Sure. Uh, so you got to you got to do something different. Uh, you got to make it uh, look and feel that you're tailoring the product very carefully for them. So that, you know it's not a diluted product, but it's an improved product. Hello and welcome to the Great Indian Brand Wagon. Walk down a park, promenade, or beachside at 7 a.m. on any given morning, and you'll see a predominantly older crowd walking energetically in a group or alone at a speed that most youngsters usually find difficult to keep up with. Many of them you'll see as a part of the local laughing club or socializing on a park bench with their group of friends, sharing a nariyal pani or some hot coffee on the roadside tapri. For most, the morning walk is the best start to their usually busy day. The scene isn't much different at the local mall. At the release of a new blockbuster movie or the opening of a new family restaurant or even at the airport where you'll invariably find a group of silvers waiting to board a flight for a group vacation. India is aging. But much unlike the picture that we associate with aging, this isn't a bad thing at all. A population that was just 7.5%, which is 77 million in 2001, increased to 8.6%, which is 104 million, and is projected to grow to 12.6% in 2026 and 20% in 2050. An aging population, much unlike popular perception, is a burgeoning opportunity. This is a cohort of baby boomers born between 1946 and 1964 who are well educated, well established and have a significant purchasing power that has accumulated as savings over time. In the US, the senior segment are the ones who are most affluent and have the highest purchasing power. We aren't too far away from a time when the Indian silvers will also wield the same kind of power. Welcome to the Great Indian Brand Wagon, the podcast on brands, branding, culture and consumers. Today I'm so honored and humbled to invite my professor and my very first boss, Mr. Ambi Parmeshwaran on this show. Ambi needs no introduction, but for the uninitiated, he's a stalwart in this field with over 40 years of experience. He's a leading brand coach, strategist and founder of a brand advisory called brandbuilding.com and is a prolific writer and columnist with over 10 best-selling books to his credit. I've had the benefit of being trained under Ambi as a student and then as a management trainee and I do believe that a lot of my basics on branding and marketing were thanks to the solid foundation that he laid out for me. Thank you so much Ambi for being a part of this show and I'm really looking forward to this interesting conversation. Thank you uh, Ritu for inviting me on this HT Smartcast the great Indian brand wagon uh, very happy to be here and uh, very happy to share a little bit of what i understand of this exciting new segment 
right so amit uh, i remember reading an article that you had written about a year or two back where you identified this fact that senior citizen segment is no longer relegated to just you know happy family photographs and ads and this quintessential buddha which was played by the likes of shriram lagu and now he is replaced by a more respectable character which is often called the senior citizen or the silver generation you've also written about how this segment is gaining a lot of attention for everything today from automobiles to travel to investments and even personal care can you uh, tell us a little bit about how and when do you think the marketing fraternity finally decided to give this generation its due attention you know when do you think that uh, this shift really ended up happening okay so you know i wrote uh, an article called uh, silver generation uh, i think in business standard and it got uh, kind of uh, quoted and written about uh, i don't know whether you can put a marker to say that this is when the switch happened and you know when i was doing research for my book nawab news noodles i kind of trolled the web for various kinds of depiction of old age and if i went back to the 70s and 80s even the 90s the majority depiction was about sri ram lagu telling his grandson dada ji badminton right. uh, sri ram lagu saying nahi nahi pehle dabar chavan prash you know or <laughs> the the very funny bajaj bulb uh, film about jab main chota bachcha tha bahut chararat karta tha ab main ये है एंड यू नो गोली खाके बट इफ यू स्टार्ट लुकिंग एट दर्टाइजिंग एटलीस्ट द लास्ट फिफ्टीन इयर्स टेन इंश्योरेंस म्यूचुअल फंड they were the first to latch on to it and i think a lot more people have, have jumped on and think this is a trend we are seeing in the last 10 maybe 15 years right where there is a new depiction of dada and nana and nani and dadi uh, no longer relegated to goli khake jeeta hu pilgrimage pe jata hu you know they are today having fun going on holiday i think that narrative started changing about 15 years ago yeah right and i think in effect of this narrative being changed do you think media has had a large role to play on this uh, because i remember seeing a lot of the movies of that time also which uh, you know had uh, had a lot of prominence on older people being relegated to you know having varying degrees of irre- irrelevance or illness or hardships or regret or also abandonment loneliness you know these were the popular narratives that uh, existed at that point of time also which i think of course advertising took from also right um, and like you said i think somewhere uh, there has been a shift in the older segment uh, realizing that they don't need to be relegated to uh, hanging up their boots anymore right and like the terms like budhape ki lathi and all that which was the common parlance at that point of time uh which was a very very popular uh, you know way of talking about how the sun becomes the budhape ki lathi and all of that i think somewhere that shift ended up happening with a lot of movies also showcasing and depicting the older segment in a slightly different light uh you know so what is interesting over here is the fact that uh, 
like you're saying advertising and the marketing fraternity somewhere managed to see this different side of this consumer uh you know popular culture like movies also definitely had that uh, propelling effect in that sense um and what i really want to understand a little more is that this particular generation that we are talking about is is very different from the shriram lagus and the uh, goli khakar jita hu kind of a generation that we spoke about earlier you know this is this is your boomer generation uh, this is the consumer who is you know 55 plus so to say he is somebody who has grown up uh, in in a certain kind of wealth and a certain kind of security so could you tell me a little bit more about this consumer who is this person that we are really talking about today Okay, so you know, if you uh, start looking at the Indian demographic uh, spread, uh, I don't think we really had the baby boomer in India. Baby boomer, right. as you know, is a demographic term coined by the American demographers because the GIs came back from World War and they started, uh, you know, getting married and and having children, and that led to a big boom in in number of children. and that boom happened in america around uh, the children were born around 1945 50 uh, till around yeah 65 they were called the baby boomers we did not have that so we have the so called pre independence indian who were born before uh, 47 and there were those born between 48 and 65 mm-hmm. who are say 55 to 75 years of age who might call the hopeful generation okay and then people born between 65 and 85 Uh, who are today probably uh, between 35 and 50 years of age who are called the strugglers they went through a time when we were in a tough spot as a country shortages ration inflation etc and then of course uh, 1985 onwards uh, people who are born till around 2005 i call them the post liberation generation okay uh, they grew up at a time when more television sets and more cars and and uh, mobile phone all that started available mm-hmm. and of course children born in the year 2005 onwards are all the so called spoiled generation now that spoiled generation is going through a a bit of a status check right now with all this lockdown and all that so if you pull back and say look what has happened mm-hmm. uh, in the last 10 15 years uh, why is it this segment becoming more and more attractive to marketers why is it that uh, film makers whether it is uh, online films or 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 television serials started showing uh, old people in different light i think it's a combination of many factors so mm-hmm. if i were to start one of course is the fact that unlike earlier days you know our life expectancy has dramatically gone up right, right? uh it's it's literally moved up in the last uh 20 years it's gone from something like 65 to 75 years so though we are a very poor country life expectancy is expected to get to 75 in a few years time so people right. are going to live live a long uh, life even after this so called retire right so life expectancy is one the the second is uh, some research which i accessed found that almost 49% of upper middle class and uh, middle class indians today uh, in the older cohort which is our uh, 55 to 75 cohort they already own a house mhm right. now this is a, a dramatic difference compared to the let's say the pre independence indians 
right. where the rich people owned real estate the poor people or the middle class people had to rent the house yes and the and of course in many cities you have the rent control blah 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 all that change you know because 70s 80s onward hcfc became a powerful force the entire apartment culture came into every city of india today you have apartments in even small cities of india right? the right. apartment culture suddenly made uh, a house affordable you could get loan you could buy so a lot of people today in the 55 plus generation own their own home so that is one big burden you know in the good old days the big problem old people had was where do you go when you stop earning right you right. had to go and stay with your son or stay with your daughter and and then that's 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 a whole uh, a messy part and so that has gone away today i mean you own your own home and therefore you're that much secure right mm-hmm. uh, the other important thing is the fact that at one time it was only the son who look after the parents mm-hmm. today most old people know that a daughter is actually a better bet than son mm-hmm. right so most old people feel that a daughter cares for you much more than a son and today the daughter has a say in her house uh, her husband and her in-laws will listen to her because very often she may be earning some money or she's educated etc so the the voice of the daughter is dramatically changed hmm. uh that's the third the fourth i think is there's some form of nest egg has been created by these people so by the time hmm. you're 55 you bought your house you're still working for 5 10 years and you started creating a bit of a nest egg your children are all educated they've got married or they've settled down so you created a nest egg and and therefore you can go on a holiday if you want and i think uh, two other big changes have happened especially in the last 10 years which is the growth of social media you know right. like anyone anyone who's 60 years old today compared to anyone who's 60 years old say 10 years ago would not have any connection with his school friends his college friends right so right. today i am part of a group of my school friends uh, hmm. who are all my age right my my uh, my school friends are all exactly my age virtually uh, all born in 1955 uh, and we are all in touch thanks to whatsapp right uh, every year we meet once in a while i mean when someone comes from abroad uh, in you know they come to chennai some of us from Uh, Bombay Hyderabad fly down to Chennai and we meet right so that is one my school group then i have my iit group which again right. is very active in fact there are four of these iit groups i don't know how to manage them right <laughs> uh, one is so called the political iit group where political messages are allowed uh, one is uh, a non political group where political messages are not allowed and, and of course again iit group uh, meets regularly and uh, two years ago we went to uh, sri lanka on a holiday right then of course i have my iim group now this group uh meet uh, this group has been active now for about 15 years uh, even before whatsapp became active we were active and we kind of in after a silver reunion we said every year we should go somewhere so right every year as a group there were 80 90 of us out of that 30 40 go so just a list of places we've gone to uh, uh for example we've been to of course goa we went to Sikkim we went to Thailand we went to Japan during the cherry blossom season and that's if you know that's exactly for about 10 days so we went there mm, during the cherry mm. blossom season uh I couldn't go but some of my friends went to Egypt 
we went to prague uh, uh, budapest we went to ireland we went on a greek uh, island cruise so you know every year it's it's a different so the agency which was organizing this was mercury travel which was owned by one of our own batchmates ashwini kakkar and then he started doing this for us 15 years ago and I, and I, i was discussing this with him a couple of years ago and he said every year he does something like 10 such groups mm. for different parts of the world right uh, all senior you know, citizens yeah all 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 the iit iim engineering college groups uh, you know so because they have the money they have the money correct the children are well settled uh, and they are able to uh, want to go on that those exotic and, and a lot of times we were all going for company i mean many of us have been to many of these places many times correct but still it is different to go with a bunch of friends and you know uh, sitting and talking and and now it's happened such a way that uh, all the wives come along and the spouses have their own group and in fact twice i think they decided where we will go we right. didn't have a say right so they said no no japan uh, you know orchid you know the cherry blossom season the right season you want to go whether you guys like it or not so finally we went right so they have now decided where to go so because because it's a reasonably affluent group fairly well settled children and they are able to travel i'm not saying every group so i think it's a combination of all this right that and the number you know the other important thing i think we don't realize is that as our country started growing and we our gdp started growing at uh, whatever 7% or 8% uh, and and thomas pinketty has written about this right that the the upper income group started accumulating greater and greater wealth correct as a result as a result if you go back uh, 20 years ago and said look uh, how many what they call high net worth individuals who have let's say a uh, 7 crore surplus in addition to the house they live in the number would have been probably 50000 or 100000 you know 10 years ago now it's it's probably approaching uh, half a million and and that's that's growing at a very fast pace which means that segment uh, the high net worth individual segment is dramatically increasing right, right? And, and a lot of them are older right? right lot of them are of the older cohort as a result that market is becoming very attractive Hmm. for many hmm. many different products and will continue to be attractive for many different products and services okay so this i mean it's very interesting what you said from personal experience also you know having all these different groups and uh, you know having all these different people whom you interact with but i think what it essentially seems to boil down to ambi is the fact that there is security today there is a growing sense of security whether that's from a mortality point of view or it is from a financial point of view or it is from the point of view of support of the family or it is from the point of view of having uh, your own friend circle in and around you through social media i think it all boils down to this this inherent uh, sense of security right and that's i think one of those uh, i would say uh, the, the the big shift that i've seen amongst this segment i mean i see my parents today and i see them in a very very secure space uh as compared to what i saw my grandparents and you know another thing that i have noticed uh, uh, that security brings in is this emerging individualistic i mentality uh, that uh, you know i'm also noticing amongst this generation uh and there is this sense of i would say uh, you know not wanting to miss out what you just said right now of going and visiting japan during the cherry blossom season is a kind of an indulgence that you don't want to let go of right so 
so i kind of feel that this security is also giving rise to the sense of uh, individualism and a sense of like i don't want to miss out uh, or the yolo as they call it right uh, those who probably feel the need to let loose and live for themselves i think that's what this segment is also now somewhere coming to and i think uh, i want to put this in context with the fact that growing up there was a lot of austerity that uh, i know this generation grew up with right they grew up in a very different time than what we are in right now so any views on that i mean the fact that uh, you know this is unleash of sorts that has happened i think it's an interesting point uh, you're making you know i mean this generation uh lived and lived and worked very hard yes right and and many uh, many of them probably never even took a annual holiday Right. at one time you know some of us you know in atribulka used to have something like 200 days or 300 days or 400 days of holidays left because we never used to take uh, take leave because we felt it was our duty to be available uh, for our clients you know every day uh, of mm. the year so that generation is not holidayed enough at all mm. right mm. Uh, and of course there are some people who have taken many holidays compared to the younger generation you take a look at someone who's 45 you know 35 to 45 today you won't be surprised if they say that they go on four breaks a year right right and the break is you know we went to tanzania for a week and then you know uh, at least before the covid uh, we went to bali over the long weekend and we went scuba diving you yeah. know to seychelles now i'm sure their parents never went to these places even if they had the money right and so the younger generation has moved towards almost like a experience economy correct right and almost asset light kind of living and experience economy so all this you have to layer on the fact that there are probably what what uh, 300 million homes today or mm. 300 million homes maybe 30 million are in this upper income upper middle uh, upper income bracket uh, out of that probably 10 million are homes which older older people right uh, and and many of them may not have gone on these multiple holidays or or, or splurged on themselves they've, mm. they've kind of saved to ensure that children had very good education or the daughter you know marriage happened and uh, and you gave good comforts to your children etc 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 so today they are reasonably comfortable but the other but there is there is a nagging doubt right i mean all the old people you talk to there is a nagging doubt what happens if there is a big health problem huh. you know right. unlike you know unlike uh, let's say the european countries where the taxation is high but the government looks after you you know whatever right. happens the government looks after you here your taxation is low but there is no kind of social security so mm. and a lot of these people also have their children abroad as a result they are building their own you know social network to support like you said you know building a friend network you know uh, so that you are there to help i'm saying i'm cautioning the the exuberance here while mm. yes there is a fair bit of confidence that i'll probably live you know till i'm whatever 70 or 75 and there's a fair bit of confidence that yeah my money will last and my comforts will last you know uh, yes. there is also an nagging fear what happens if there is a big health problem right mm. will i be able to take care of that or more than big health problem Uh, a crippling disability correct what happens to you who's going to look after you your children are not here they are all abroad or they are scattered around the country while what you said is right that there is a huge amount of positivity and you know that let's go live it etc etc 
I think there is also some bit of doubt in these mm-hmm. people's mind saying I am also a little worried. Obviously, they are nowhere near as worried as their parents were right. at that age. Okay, but they are still, I think, worried, and that gives an opportunity. That gives marketers a tremendous opportunity. Correct, correct. Yeah, I was just about to say that. In fact, that this this slight fear or that nagging doubt that you spoke about is, in fact, a great space for a lot of innovations to take place. Right? I mean, a lot of uh, like support-led innovations that this segment probably does need. is something that uh, a lot of startups can probably look at you know um, and i think a lot of them have already sprung up uh, but not large enough so at this point you know uh, there are, there are of course uh, what is called elderly living communities you know some cousins mm-hmm. of mine uh, a guy who was actually in, in corporate life all his all his life he has worked in top class multinationals he's moved to uh, you know to this thing in in uh, coimbatore i know of other friends of mine who have looked at places in in pune uh, and of course there are some really exclusive stuff happening in uh, in in the north uh, so so there is of course there's huge opportunity for managed care one is of course elderly living uh, coupled with managed care so there is you know there is this uh, uh, this thing which is happening and i think a lot of such setups are coming up correct uh, and there are also opportunities to innovate in this area so there is a a startup guy called mahesh v hmm. who has set up a website called silver angels hmm. now this is a platform primarily meant for startups aimed at the silver generation right startup could be any startup in in any domain but aimed at the silver generation because he believes that why is everyone running after the millennials or the uh, uh, neo millennials Right? right why can't why can't there be opportunity so if you look at if you and i've written about that in an article right i mean at one time the largest circulated magazine in america was modern maturity right aimed at the 50 plus generation so why can't we look at special media aimed at them why can't we look at special services aimed at them uh, so so he is pioneering that and he is, he conducts webinars he conducts mentoring sessions so there is a huge opportunity to tap these silver generation uh, com- consumers who have money uh, who want to do things uh, but they want help so yeah. there are opportunities there i think and what you said right now is that these are specific startups or innovations that have been catered with the mindset of catering to this particular segment but there aren't too many of them uh, and for traditional marketers i think it's kind of almost is an afterthought of sorts that you know okay if you're making something or if you're creating something then you know i don't even know whether there is a consideration of looking at this cohort as as a marketable segment in itself like uh, you know what about automobiles what about personal care what about apparel you know these are categories which uh, i know for a fact that this segment is consuming to a great extent uh, but if you really look at it from a marketer's perspective or even from an advertiser's perspective i don't think there is too much of marketing that is happening to this segment so to say i've been thinking about this and uh, and and there is you know for example if you look at the success of a product like karigama karwa mm-hmm. you know that karwa is is based on the fact that uh, the old people let's say 50 plus people who still like the hindi old hindi film song don't want to go through all this you know uh, open the mobile phone uh, go to wifi set the wifi up and then press spotify and create a 
create a playlist and play it's too too difficult for them they just need to switch on this damn thing and turn the dial it starts hmm. playing whether you want one mana day or lata mangeshkar or you want to listen to duets it's all there pre arranged for you so it's a it's a, and, and and i think that product gives an example that how you can take technology and create something hmm. uh, which is tailored to the 50 plus generation hmm. and and make it a success so sarigama turned the corner and it's it's a phenomenally successful company phenomenally profitable company on the back of karwa right mm-hmm. but there are not too many such examples so so there is a dilemma like for example you said that fashion like uh, if i were to say you know this is a problem which even urban you know rural consumers urban consumer difference has so mm-hmm. if you go back you know a lot of indian companies said we will innovate and create dumb down version for the rural people correct right? exactly we'll create a dumb down television we'll create a dumb down uh, washing machine we'll create a dumb down uh, refrigerator but rural consumers rejected it they said look we don't want a dumb down stuff we want the same thing you're selling in the city mm. adapted to us which means what which means in our village we get fluctuating power so you need to do something so our fluctuating power doesn't mess up the washing cycle Right, right, so they wanted things like that. So similarly, if I were to say I'm a fashion apparel, but since you people are old Buddhas hmm. and your eyesight and your fingers are not good, the buttons will be big and the buttonhole will be big. Now that will sound like insulting to yes, exactly, exactly. So you need to navigate that, and that's where you know Sarigama has done it nicely. They've navigated that space to say you know without being insulting to them, they've given that retro chic look. Hmm. You know. and and made it cool so whatever you do for the old people it cannot be dumbing down it right. cannot be to say you people are old uh, therefore i am kind of diluting this vodka for you right they're not going to like that sure uh, so you got to you got to do something different uh, you got to make it uh, look and feel that you're tailoring the product very carefully for them so you know it's not a diluted product but it's an improved product like sarigama was not a diluted product it's an improved product right so if you can say that i am an improved product you know compared to what young people buy then the old people will be and, and therefore you price it premium so you charge more uh, and they will be able to pay more and buy more whether it is uh, larger size clothes or easy to wear clothes or or wrinkle free clothes or whatever it is and internationally brands are there you know gap aims at one uh, you know demographic cohort uh, whereas a different brand uh, aims at a different uh, demographic cohort right so right. you can create those those differences it's possible for you to create those differences but the big problem is if you by hinting that it is a dumb down version yes that a diluted version then the old people are not going to buy your product that's a problem oh yes i mean i i completely agree with you over there because i think this generation that you're talking about this cohort that we're speaking about right now is also fairly well educated they're exposed they're aware um and there is this also this sense of them wanting to live a younger life uh you know so there also is one of the dichotomies that i i feel is that you know while you may want to dumb down the product or while you may want to make the product simpler and adapted to this segment uh 
you know you're also seeing that the segment wants to go out and do the things that their younger uh, the younger generations are doing so i'm just kind of giving an example here of uh, of what i see with my parents uh, or or people around me in this segment uh, so karwan came to our house too uh, but it was rejected by my parents because they felt that uh, this was something that they didn't want to see themselves using you know where it was it it almost kind of pointed to the fact that they you know wouldn't know how to use a spotify and which is why they needed to use something like this so i don't know if this is an opportunity here or for for you know brands uh, to cater in a way which is it's a thin line right we're talking about yeah but you know the point is you will succeed with some families you'll fail fortunately yes. for them for sarigama karwa uh, they succeeded more often than they failed right uh, but but they have not succeeded everything like for example i thought they will have a very big market in south india uh, because of the carnatic music and they came out with the carnatic music version but that didn't do well for various reasons part of the reason which uh, which the ceo was explaining to me is that the south indian consumer maybe like your parents are more tech savvy and they saying look or at so least much believe the that they are tech savvy you know it's not yeah. about them being tech savvy or at least believe that they are as as Correct. evolved and as tech savvy as the younger generations are yeah but you know but in that said while uh, while the uh, tamilian or the carnatic uh, caravan didn't do that well but this one continues to do brilliantly well as a result there are enough people people out there maybe old maybe even young people are buying it i don't know mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they find it this whole thing about simplifying but oh look at you know look at other product categories the other day i saw an ad for an adult diaper yeah. being advertised on television now this means what this means one uh the adult diaper market has become big enough uh which means there are enough old people who have the money to buy a diaper and wear it which means they are going out in spite of having inconsistent problem right and they have the money and two the market has become big enough for a brand to be launched and advertised on tv so if Correct. this can happen uh like in america if you switch on and watch american television a large number of american ads are meant for the silver generation and right. also a large amount of those ads are meant for prescription medicine right uh, and and a lot of them are dtc communicants you have this you know uh micurition or the night uh, night ur- urinating problem this is a new drug go talk to your doctor about it or right. you find your skin has become too rough you become too old this is a new drug go talk to your doctor about it or you know multiple 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 such so if you look at american advertising television advertising you'll find probably 50% of the ads are aimed at the silver generation uh and many of them are uh let's say things like you know uh holidays and and retirement homes and definitely you know prescription products mm-hmm. like viagra or or cialis or mm-hmm. or you know allergy medicine for old people you know stuff like that so it's a huge market and i think uh, i was actually quite uh, happy uh, in a sense to see the the adult diaper market being advertised on television which means that indicate the market has become big enough uh, that there can be brands which can be launched and sustained if that's happening today tomorrow who knows you know loreal may launch uh, uh, a skin cream meant for the uh, 55 year old uh, person correct uh, you may you may get uh, I get something which is which is a 
you know something which is meant for uh, denture cleaning toothpaste maybe i don't know uh, you know stuff like that and all that is is probably going to happen waiting to happen and uh, uh, we'll probably see it happening uh, in the next 10 years definitely yeah i think what you just said about the adult diapers i think there's also this unabashedness that is coming along with this fact that it's okay for me to go out to a chemist and buy that diaper there was also a lot of embarrassment that was uh, uh, you know associated with using a product of this kind initially uh, and i felt i feel that a lot of the senior citizen segment has there has been this mindset of embarrassment with growing old i think that's been the popular uh, uh, you know narrative uh, in our culture so to say and there's this obsession towards wanting to be young right and i think that's the shift that i'm kind of noticing from what you just said about the fact that if there's an adult diaper being advertised on television on mainstream media uh, you know and the fact that that would encourage people to go out and actually ask for an adult diaper without any embarrassment uh, is also a cultural shift of sorts right where people are going to be okay in their skin to be old we have to dig a little bit into our own uh, religious anthropological origin right there are these uh, seven ashramas right you go through finally you reach that vanaprastha which means when you're old you're supposed to go and live in the forest and kind of give up everything so we've been brainwashed to believe that as yeah. a result as you grow old you're supposed to give up all your desires and you know give up everything and kind of live an ascetic life and go on pilgrimages and stuff like that that also suited the society then because there's no money so if uh, given the choice the money should be spent on the younger people because they will then produce things for the house and the old people should be told to live on dal chawal and pray five times a day but you know now that the old people are together and then the young people have gone and the and the emptiness are living together and they're living and they're reasonably healthy and and they're saying look why should i eat only dal chawal why can't i have pasta why can't i order a steak you know why can't i have a pizza why can't i you know indulge myself so that has started happening part of the reason is also because a lot of them are exposed to international uh, concepts of of these things and like you said very rightly Indian movies have been pushing the the peanut. If you remember the Chini Kam film, right, uh, which Balki did with uh, Amitabh Bachchan falling in love with a much younger woman, or even that Badai Ho film, yes, uh, or, or that other one was a Vicky Donor, where that old lady, the old lady yeah. hits, is hitting the bottle, right? <laughs> so it's all become it's all become okay now. You know, a lot of Hindi movies, Tamil movies, Malayalam movies are showing old people. actually having a good time starting businesses and running them and uh, and and doing well and therefore the old person saying look there is nothing like vanaprastha ashram i will live i will enjoy myself and i will be happy in my skin i don't want to you know i don't need to uh, give up everything and live like an ascetic hmm, uh, hmm. in this day and age because i have enough money so why should i uh, scrounge myself from having a car and a driver and you know Correct. go to go to a mall and buy something whenever i want or or go on a holiday or whatever right so uh, i think that what they say bojh na pehle old mm. people had that big burden you know that mm. ha abhi you know there is this old joke uh, one of our you know iit uh, uh, workshop supervisor said that you know he, he hit the jackpot and uh, they asked him you know what are you going to do with that money so randy said you know i'm going to uh, study my sister and marry my brother 
you know which means you know he meant that he'll get his brother married off and he'll help his uh, you know <laughs> sister study you know so that you know that's no longer there you finished you know your your daughter is married your son is married they're educated they're standing on their own feet now it's okay now it's okay you don't need to go on that you know go and live in the hill or trip, yeah go and, yeah go and live in the forest you you're okay and you see that happening around you and somewhere maybe social media is triggering that as well someone posts a photograph saying i went on a drive from uh, bombay to to goa and back and here are the photographs and then another guy say yeah i also want to go on the drive right so that's triggering uh, the voyeurism the voyeurism is also probably helping this along hmm. so there is op- there are opportunities and there are uh, it's not that the old people don't have fears they do have fears but right. i think marketers marketers like uh, you know the adult diaper category or the or the or the you know sarigama karwan have managed to tap that and i think we will see more and more of those in different like you said in different segments whether it is apparel skin care yeah. nutrition nutrition is going to be very very big right so you will start seeing a lot of nutrition product being aimed at uh, the silver generation super uh, i think ambi this has been a great conversation uh, i personally feel that uh, you know uh, marketers uh, need to uh, definitely invest a little more in understanding the segment so just as a leaving note uh, is there any advice that you would have for brands and marketers and advertisers out there uh, you know Uh, anything that you think uh, they should be doing to be able to uh, you know understand the segment a little better than they are right now i think i think the simplest lesson is is what uh, fair and handsome did with uh, with the fairness category right it's not that fair and lovely did not know that 30% of their consumption is coming from males hmm. they they knew that for years in 89 90 i remember talking to a former brand manager a large usage was coming from men but it took someone with the gumption to say i will launch a cream for men and it and it became a, a 100 crore brand in one year and then went on to become what a 1000 crores or whatever it is today so similarly if you look at your overall product right and and you look at your total consumption of your product you and if you find that there is a significant number of 55 plus using that product then the question you got to ask yourself is is there a potential for me to curate a special product for them and then launch it under a separate brand name or or an extended brand name because if you're not going to do that someone is going to do it like we correct as you know we were handling the brand uh, pediasure and pediasure has uh, uh, has is basically meant for young kids right and and they said look we we're going to look at a product called ensure ensure product yeah. from broad ensure mm-hmm. and, and they positioned it for the 40 plus now mm-hmm. i'm sure they can you know look further and further and they'll bring some product which is meant for the 60 plus right so mm. every product category every cream you know every uh, say vitamin tablets all of them have this opportunity for you to segment the the consumer group differently and try and understand and then don't dumb it down i'm saying don't right. dumb down the product but curate the product if you right. curate the product well you will get consumers coming to you in in millions right so first understand your situation invest mm. in understanding the consumers invest in understanding the the silver generation and then go back to the drawing board and curate products curate solutions which are special for the silver generation hmm. right hmm. i like the word curate that you've said which is not dumbing down but curate yeah i yeah. think this has been a great conversation ambi i hope you enjoyed it yeah very good yeah thank you in fact thanks to you i did a little bit of homework also so theek hai acha good
So here's yet another interesting cultural shift that we are seeing in the world outside that the marketing fraternity ought to see. While there are few and far in between efforts that are being made, the stark reality is that the senior citizen or the silver generation is still relegated and not quite well understood. While there are brands that have identified this burgeoning opportunity, they have hardly scratched the surface. I for one am extremely interested to see this cultural transformation that we've seen in the last 20 or 30 years and when I see my grandparents as opposed to my parents I see a massive shift in mindset ability and opportunity there is this underlying optimism security and unabashed sense of living that is permeating this generation and it's important for marketers to understand that creating products or communicating to this cohort isn't necessarily about dumbing things down but truly understanding the evolving mindset of this consumer and being sensitized to their world and the changing ways in which they live their lives if you like what we've discussed and you'd want to talk more you can reach me on ruthu@jixobrands.com i'll be back with a fresh new episode next week on more of such interesting cultural and social conversations that are shaping the world of branding and marketing today For feedback please reach out to us on @htsmartcast on FB Twitter and Instagram and to listen to more such podcasts log on to www.htsmartcast.com or suno naye nazariye se This was an HT Smartcast original HT Smartcast